They want me to change, but I ain't changing. Nah. I remain the same. And you are now tuned in to another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio. Brought to you by M3S3 Clothing. Men make moves and suckers stand still. And as always on the mighty, 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 mighty Nerve DJ's radio network. You already know, man. Every week, it does not change. I only rock with legends this way. And today is absolutely no exception. We got actor, rapper, producer, influencer, uh, and I miss and DJ. Loose Cannon in the building, also known as Glenn on the track. What's going on, bro? How you doing? What's up, man? What's up? How you doing? I'm all right, man. Um, how's your family? How's life? Everything is great, man. You know, we we still here, so that's all that count. Yo, man. Loose Cannon, man. First off, where you get the name from? Uh, my real last name is Cannon. And, um, you know, when I was young moving around just i was a wild i was a wild young kid you know what i mean not not crazy but i was the life of the party and um you know i was all about um respect so you know in school if you wasn't with that then you know that's when the loose side you know would appear so everybody was like man you know that's that's a loose cannon that ain't that ain't that ain't g cannon that's loose cannon so loose cannon just um I just ran with it and um, just changed it, you know, not using the S, using the Z, uh, trying to be clever with it. But it just it's been with me for years now. Yo, uh, I'm looking at the setup behind you. Nigga. That's 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 pretty fly, bro. Oh, yeah, man. We I'm, I'm at home, man. I'm at home. It's the little it's my little cave area. You know what I mean? So what you like more rapping or producing? Um. I like rapping uh, more, and is that's that's pretty. When I get asked that, it's hard, but I learned to really just you know dig deeper and figure that out because I'm so dope at both. Um, I love rapping more just because I get to express what's in my in my head, and um, I can go wherever I want to go, you know, because a lot of times when I am doing my music, I produce my own music too. So, but, um, I like talking, I like talking my shit. Okay. Um, and I know we have a little, little technical issues on, on the visual. So yeah. I just put the, the split screen up. It makes it a little bit better. Cool. Uh, yo. Okay. So you was telling me you from the East side of Detroit, uh, born and raised, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yep. East Warren. What school you yep. go to? What high school you go to? Um, I went to, I end up, um, I did Finney for like literally a week. Oh, and then, <laughs> and then I went to, um, U prep. Uh, I graduated from U prep high school out there. Um, uh, like off Wayne state campus. Okay. Yep. Over there on why, Woodward. Why, why just a week? Um, it wasn't going to be a place where I knew, Finney was going to be a place where I would n- never thrive <laughs> and nothing. I knew I was going to get into a lot of stuff there. And the first week I did. <laughs> Damn, you was there a week? Yeah, a week. And I was gone. Yo, okay. So when did you take music serious then? Um, music became serious very early. Um, my mom and my pops, uh, they were already into music. My mom was in a group called the Body Sisters. She was signing MCA records uh, before I was born. And my pops, um, he was um, doing a lot of independent things. I actually run the company that he uh, wants on Street Noise Entertainment. And um, he's also worked with Prince and a list of other people. And so growing up, the studio was in the house. Um you know, seeing what my mom and it was just music was all around. So um, I really picked up on music, man, when uh, Criss Cross and Naughty by Nature came across my screen. So, you know, that's 90s, early, early 90s. Yeah, that's a crazy ass. Like that, those two couldn't be more opposite if, if you tried. <laughs> yeah. Yo, yo, and Tretch is probably... 
definitely top five, one of the most underrated MCs ever. Yeah, Tretch is crazy. Tretch. Yeah, but that, I think that was the problem, too. The nigga was crazy. Don't <laughs> <laughs> you be mad at me. Facts. <laughs> right. I heard stories about Tretch. No doubt. Yo, I interviewed my guy from Minute Large, a singing group from uh, Cleveland. And mm-hmm. <laughs> they made reference to Naughty by Nature. Matter of fact, they made reference to the song OPP. Mm-hmm. And these niggas in Naughty by Nature wanted to jump them over that. <laughs> Not saying that these niggas was bad people or nothing. It was no slander towards <laughs> yeah. them niggas. They were just saying, you know, like like OPP, they used it in a song. And man, he was like, they pulled up to a club and these niggas was outside ready to <laughs> ready to bang on them. They got ready to get real. Man, <laughs> yo, People be and to their credit, I think you know. I think they they end up apologizing later on. They was young, you know. Yeah, man, they, niggas be uh, uh, they be very tender about their shit. Oh I, yeah. I, are you the same way? Like, how do you handle criticism? Nah, I'm not. Cause I mean, it just it comes with understanding that you know everybody is not going to their favorite. Everybody's favorite color is not going to be red. You know, like music is real is biased, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's songs that today I'd be like, How the hell is this number one? You know, but but it's that's just me, you know what I mean? And um, that's just an opinion. And for the people who don't like it, there are the people that do. And you know, when you realize those things, you look at your art differently, you know what I mean? You look at your art in another light where it's like Okay, well, I like what I'm doing, and these group of people like what I'm doing, so I'm gonna I'm focus over here. I don't, I don't really want to jump over there into what people got to say that's negative. I feel you on that. Do you look back and you say, okay, when you look through your catalog, is there anything you you you, you listen to now and you like? Oh, I can't believe I made that. Of course, of course. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean. And it's only like that because I know where I'm at today. And I mean, I look at it and I don't say, oh, it's cringing. But as an MC and where I'm at uh, lyrically today and where I'm at just musically today, I knew back then that I was chasing a fa- I was chasing a, um, a, a wave, pretty much. I okay. was trying to go with the sound of that time and instead of really identifying who loose cannon was you know so when i look at it and listen to it now it's like i'm comparing myself to like oh man i'm sounding like lane with it rock with it or i'm sounding like you know yeah and i feel you on that yeah so as an artist now it's like I'm, i'm in my own bag to where i can critique myself to say yeah that's Let's let's do what we do. Let's stay focused on the sound. Okay, producing wise, let's see: Babyface Ray, Dej Loaf, DJ Drama, and and a shitload of others. Mm-hmm. Is everyone now? Because everybody I talk to now is pretty much I make a beat at home and send it to them, and they don't have no no real involvement in the actual making of the song outside of what they send. Right? Are you in the studio with anybody, or is the same thing? I've been I've been um on both sides of the fence. Um, more now it's been because of how technology is and how fast, you know, business moves because labels, they want to, you know, get the ball rolling, um, which I can't stand. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, it takes the energy off the song. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been in the studio with the Dej Lowe's, um, Babyface Ray, that was something that was just sent out and was picked up. Okay. Um, drama sent out a lot of the artists. Uh, shout out to Mama Grizzly, T Grizzly Mom. Um, I got a record that I did on her. Uh, we actually did that. We cooked the record up from scratch. It was uh, wait, wait, I never wait, forget wait. that. What did she do? She rapping. T Grizzly Mama raps. T, Gri- T Grizzly Mama, Mama Grizzly. I got her 
soon as she came home, uh, she hopped in the studio. I cooked the beat up, and we just recorded it right then and there. Is yep. this out? It's not out yet. Oh, bro, you got to send me this. I'm probably talking <laughs> I, I have got to hear this, bro. I yeah. had no clue that his mom's. Do she so is she dope? Well, I guess I mean nah, I know she, you're not gonna be like, no, nah, she's trash, but no, nah, she got no, nah, I'm gonna keep it 100. She listen, she really exceeded my expectations. So I was like, whoa, you know what I mean? And and the thing is, too, is the fact that you know, she really what she talking about, she really be on that, you know what I mean? She or with was the shits. on or was on that, you know what I'm saying? So okay. It's uh, it's very entertaining and uh, it's a vibe. The track of vibe for sure. Yo, that's crazy. Yo, I, that's crazy. And like I fucks with T Grizzly, but I'm on the fence. Like mm-hmm. I like the storytelling T Grizzly. Yeah, yeah. Like it ain't too many better at telling the story than that. Yeah, nigga. yeah. But the other T Grizzly sometimes ain't always. It's, eh, you know what I, I mean? I hear you. Like it's just he's so good at one that it kind of makes the other look a little worse. Mm, but you mm. and, and I get it, he can't just tell stories all the time. But yeah. you know, and then you know, and then the whole dancing shit that I, I was surprised. <laughs> now, you ain't like the dancing. <laughs> uh it was uh it was different. I'll say that. It was now, different. Now, yes, it was. I'm an old nigga, and I, I I have a tendency to criticize some of this new shit. Generally, I don't, but you know, mm-hmm. it's usually sliding on niggas, and I'm sipping lean, and it can be a little bit redundant. Right, right. So right. you know, it's, it's 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 a little hypocritical of me to criticize this nigga for dancing when it's a whole. It's, it is a breath of fresh air. I'll say that. Right, right. You know, um, Dej Loaf, what's she like? Um, Dej Loaf, quiet. That's a quiet ass girl. Um, I remember, uh, meeting her cause I mean, we literally, our neighborhoods was probably six blocks from each other. So, okay. um, I was, uh, shot the big face tone. Um, I was at his house and he had a studio in his basement. His dad built him a studio. So I would go over there and I'd bring my laptop and I would be cooking up beats. And it was crazy because I met Babyface Ray before, you know, his success in the same basement and produced the track for Babyface Ray before he became, you know, who we know today. Um, And they were both featuring uh, Big Face Tony. So Dej Loaf comes to the crib and, um, you know, Jordans and real tomboy, quiet and, uh, you know, when she got in the booth, she was just a whole nother person. Like, it's, you know, hmm. personally, I'm like, man, dude, she got like social anxiety, you know, because she was like that quiet. And when she get when she got in the booth, it was just a whole different animal, you know. And um, this was before Try Me. This is before she blew up with the Try Me record. And I told Tone, I'm like, bro. Make sure you put this record out or wait because this girl finna do something. I told him that. I said, yo, Dangelo finna do something. This is my first time meeting her. And ironically, his computer crash, Big Face Tony computer crash, he loses the song. And not even a month later, try me. Dej Loaf out of there. Oh, I know he was so sick. Man, man. So, you know, when when you move that, you know, when you when your career take off like that, you know, it ain't I don't want to say it's hard to reach people, but they moving. Yeah, they moving. They they busy now. So, you know, we never got to revisit that track. Um, but we I did go on to um do more production uh for her and um you know, you stayed in contact, so you know, shout out to Days Loaf, but real quiet, uh introverted, but very talented individual. Okay, do you prefer the, the auto tune or just straight bars for yourself? 
Uh, I like straight bars. Um, auto tune is like at this point so cliche, honestly. But it's it's like it's with everything. It's not you know what you do is how you do it. You know, I feel like if you are using tune, you know, you just don't need to tune your whole record. I I, I can't stand when I'm working with artists and it's just turn the tune up and the whole song is just retune 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 it's like i can't i can't get with it but me i'm all about um the content the lyrical side of things but you know if we going for radio or if we're trying to have an agenda then we sprinkle some on you know Yo, where it should be what's the joint where you say you everybody man first off <laughs> that's wild as fuck, nigga. <laughs> but second, because I'm in the car, like you know, I'm you know I'm listening to the shit over over last week, man. Now or never, yeah. and yeah, hey, I heard that shit. <laughs> me, nigga, I can I can relate, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, that's how I was feeling. I was just you know, like when you when you experience a certain level of you know. Whatever it is, you know what I mean? You can be that dude that that get all the OT in the plant. It, and the hoes, the hoes know it. You feel me? You can be oh, the dude on the block and they know it. And it's like, you know, that record, No Trolling, was just a real, like, super flex type of record for me. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't write that hook at all. I just went in the booth and the beat just made me just say that. And... I know what really inspired that was just um just hate from like different you know niggas that just feel some kind of way you know and and i know things you know that i know so it's like i can google your bitch news man she everybody fan i'm too busy for the cuffing <laughs> i'm everybody man all my jewelry insured i got everybody plans they be trolling <laughs> you know so it was just yeah it's some of the hate you know with hate comes a a, a, a a smidgen of truth. Yeah. Is there some hate where you get this and you like, you know what? Okay, this this might actually be true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What you what, how do you address that? I just um I just let people I just let people know that you know it just it doesn't bother nothing. It does it doesn't stop nothing. Um, I'm really one of those people, man. I know myself, you know what I mean? Heavy. And, um, I feel like if a person is not, if they don't have something negative to say, then I'm not doing a good enough job. You know what I mean? Cause when you ain't doing shit, there's nothing to talk about. You know what I mean? So talk for me is great. You know, I get the love, I get the hate and I, I just understand just like music everybody's not going to be a fan, even when they are. Everybody yeah, not going to be a fan, even when they are. You're a lot better than me, man. I'd be emotional about shit. <laughs> I used to, man, listen, it came with, <laughs> it came with so much like going through stuff. Cause trust me, man, I, again, when I, like when I go back to my old music, I was trying to please people to, you know, to accept, me as an artist or my sound and things like that. And it got to a point where it was like, dog, I can't be trying to do this kind of music. They already got this. I can't be trying to, you know, so it just come with saying, fuck it. You know, I'm, I'm loose cannon and that's, you know, I got to stay behind who I am and of course the brand, you know? So are you comfortable now or where you at? Um, I'm never comfortable um i always think that i always know that there's more to be accomplished i just feel like um i be i be kind of hard on myself because it's like all right dude what are we doing in this club while we here if we ain't getting if if i ain't if we ain't getting paid if if i ain't doing a walkthrough if i ain't doing a show what am i here for what am i celebrating you know what I mean? And when you say that to yourself, 
while uh, ass is bouncing in your face, you really say I'm I'm bullshit. You, you overthinking the ass in your face, bro? Yes, I over man. I'm telling you, I be so focused <laughs> on the next, the next dollar that it be like this gonna be here. The ass? No, no, it's not. It is. is. That ass going. No, no trust, trust me, nigga. When you get to 50, that ass dropped. It's not the same ass. Hey, I hear that. I hear that, man. You better enjoy that perky ass wife. I feel it. I feel it. Oh, that's crazy. You silly. I'm just saying, bro. Like, like, I get what you're saying, but everything changes, bro. Like, it's not, you know, like, I understand not wanting to party over success. Yeah. But it's nothing wrong with partying through the success. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes you, you just got to appreciate the fat ass. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Definitely, man. But there's been times I don't walked out the club and been like, God, like we are hopping a whip and it'd be McDonald's or something on the way. And I'd be like, I done gave all that my motherfucking McDonald's money to goddamn Buffy the body. <laughs> I done gave the McDonald's money up. <laughs> Yo, what is you know what? I haven't been actual to an actual club in I don't know how long, bro. What yeah. the pictures I see, it looks horrible. <laughs> Everybody just standing there with their phones out. Yeah. Like is, yeah. is that actually how it is now? Yeah, that's the new, that's the man. People ain't dancing no more, man. It's it's <sighs> it's not the same. A lot of times, man, people are in their phone and they not even looking at shit. They just don't know how to socially so they don't know how to socialize you know what i'm saying and that's what it is you got people faking like they on the phone just to it's it's crazy man it is the internet has definitely um switched away uh how people communicate and have fun yeah nigga we used to leave the club drenched in sweat (laughs) <laughs> right, <laughs> pocket pocket full of phone numbers and sweating yep. and stanking. Yep. I know I was stanking. <laughs> uh, three o'clock in the morning, we out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, I feel so, it. So who do you who, like? Who, <laughs> people say it's easier to make music now, which is easier to create the music, but I think it's harder to make music that that. Not only has some substance, whether you got substance or not, that's timeless. Like, mm-hmm. are, are people still making music that in 20 years they're gonna be telling their kid, I was here when so and so made this? Um, you have a few, you got a few artists, um, that that has that uh potential for sure. Um, it's not a big, it's not like how it was in Motown days, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, Motown days. The whole damn roster, like you got people my age, younger, that come to Detroit, and when they think about music, they think about Tammy Terrell, Marvin Gaye, Michael yeah. Jackson, Stevie Wonder. You know what I mean? That is today. We don't have arsenals of artists in that catalog bracket. Um, but. I can view the Beyonce's. I can, you know, view the um the Kendrick Lamar's. I can view the uh who else? Who else? It's it's not a lot. You know what I mean? The the J's and things like that, but it's really not um a lot in my opinion. It's this new guy that's out. I I forgot his name, but the nigga sound just like Marvin Gaye. I don't know who he who he is, but I really? heard him on the radio. I got, I think his name is Larry something. Larry something. Huh. I don't, but dude sound just like Marvin Gaye. And I think, um, I think if his career goes how 
it should go, mm-hmm. he will be one of those, one of those people. All right, so, so who you fucking with? Who you listening to? I'm I mean, hip hop. Matter of fact, let's talk about Detroit rap. Okay, who you fucking with out the city? And it's just no shade to nobody. It doesn't mean that you're not dope or nothing. But just right, but right. You, you you riding to the crib? Who you listening to? I'm bumping um me most importantly. I ain't gonna hold you. I've been okay, bumping my. I've been bumping the album heavy. Um, stretch money. One of my favorites. Uh, one your of my favorite. Your nigga been yeah. your nigga been wilding lately. He been wilding. He has been wild. That nigga been fooling, but I love that nigga. <laughs> that's that's we both we both from East Warm, and I've always uh when when Stretch Money had his when takes money to make money, not just the song, the album. When that album mm-hmm. came out, nobody could fuck with that dude, bro. Like best album, in my opinion. Best Detroit album that you can play from beginning to finish. Um ever? In Detroit, yeah. I'm, Ooh, I'm not no, I'm man. not gonna hold you up. I'm not gonna no. hold you up. Well, I love Courtney Bell got an album better than him, bro. Courtney Bell is fire. Don't get hey, shout out to Courtney Bell. Courtney Bell, Courtney Bell, dope, bro. But I'm just telling you, it was something about I'm I'm not just basing it off just the music, I'm basing it off the the whole influence of where Stretch was at that time. Like, this nigga came to my 16th birthday party and performed uh, Takes Money to Make Money. And at 16, at 16, when I went back to school, niggas, I was that nigga. Like, how did you get that nigga to, you know what I mean? That was during that time. How how did y'all accomplish that? Pops? Um, I think uh well shout out to Crane Overcane. Uh at the time Crane was managing him. And I used to always see Crane, you know, driving in the hood. So I bumped into him. I was uh me and my boys, we was all, you know, young, posted outside of this uh liquor store. And Crane walked up. I'm like, Crane, I gotta uh my birthday coming up, man. Can I get stretched? And he uh said, Give me your parents' number or something like that. And I gave him, I gave him my mom's info and boom, Crane called. My mom was like, uh, some guy called about stretch money. Uh, I said, ma, I won't stretch money at this party. He got to come to this party. And they made it happen that, you know, them niggas came through with the, the hot lava jackets and it was just, they was the, they was the, the local hood celebrities. Yeah, they nigga, was, yeah. At that time, that nigga was it. Yes, yes. So, hold on. I'm live. I'm live. I'm. I'm. I this is my woman upstairs. Babe, I'm. I'm on live. All right. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to her. <laughs> yeah, shout out to her. But yeah, man. Stretch, stretch. Stretch was a whole movement, man. Um. Um. That's crazy. You brought up Courtney Bill, man. Because I feel like. Um, Courtney de- uh deserves um uh, a whole lot, you know what I mean. Lyrically, I I watched, I watched him uh before the before the beard and all that, you know what I mean. I watched I watched him up at one hundred seven five, you know, pulling up to those mm-hmm. radio stations and you know really getting busy and stuff. So um, that is a very talented dude. I I really put him up there with. And when it comes to the city, I put Courtney Bell in that in that category of a of a Mount Rushmore that a lot of people may not know. Okay, you know what I mean? Because okay, I give you yeah of the a lot of people that because I'm like Mount Rushmore of the city. Ooh, no. Nah. And yeah, the reason I brought him up is because I interviewed him. What was that last week or the week before? Yeah, it was last week. Um, and but I you know listening to his shit, I'm like, yo, that poverty stricken. Uh, it's crazy he talked different he talked his talk is different it it is you know um since we're talking about detroit mcs though oh cheers was a better album Mm. obi trice obi trice Trice. man that nigga gets 
Obi no Trey. love. Damn. I remember when I was when I first started, like when I was in this uh Tyrone's record pool when I was young. Mm-hmm. Obi Trice, man, we I had so many. They did a lot of promotions for that for that album throughout the city, man. The Cheers, Cheers was a good was a good album. Obi Trice was like dope. Yeah, Obi was dope. You he know, was dope. Uh, I fucks with Big Hurt. Like for me, Big Hurt has always been the goat out the city. Mm-hmm. Although mm-hmm. there definitely have been albums better than his. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I never you really know. tapped into a. I, I always heard just what I heard on the radio. I never like really zoomed in on Big Hurt and everybody and Big Hurt, one of them guys. But I yeah. never listened to a whole project. Oh, you got you got to listen to one of his shits, bro. Okay. Uh, the rock bottom joint, Alligator City, mm-hmm. might mm-hmm. be. They just released all the rock bottom shit, like on streaming platforms. For they had that shit locked up for for whatever reason. Right. I don't know the real reason, but this year, like my manager, I looked up and she had uh, posted it that she that she had just bought Alligator City and a couple of, a couple of other joints from Rock Bottom, and I'm like, what? I saying that immediately. I bought Alligator City, and every day when I get in the car. That's what comes on. So, so, who? All right. So, who else? You, let's say okay. Let's 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 do a Mount Rushmore of Detroit. Then, who you got? Eminem. Okay. Jay Dilla. Understood. Race five nine. Interesting. Mm. Oh. I got him coming on the show next month, too. I'm going to have to ask him this question. Big Sean. Well, you only get four, bro. Dang. All right. Big Big Sean? Big Sean. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Big Sean. Man, big shine, man. Of yes, the uh, Detroit success wise, yeah, absolutely. Artist wise, impact wise on Detroit. Mm, I don't know. You got you got to think like this. I'm when when I'm looking at. Can you or have you headlined it? Headlined. Anything like arena or I want to say St. Andrews or nothing like that, but like Little Caesars. Yeah. I got you. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I mean I'm 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 not really based I'm basing it off so many other things outside of lyrical capability and I when I when I look at the Mount Rushmore I look at the just the impact on what it made the city do you know what I mean before we got the the peasies that was grinding that if that's was, the case you got to you, you got to get that to hell of a day yeah like I, See, I, have, got, I, I got I got we have to do one on producers too because it's just Detroit. Detroit got so much talent, man. It's so hard because you would have to do a Mount Rushmore of Detroit of producers and then artists because hell of a he is an artist too. Shout out to Mae West or a former artist. I don't know if he still get busy, but production yeah, wise, that nigga, it, this wave is kind of on hell of a back. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Hell of a got that. Yeah, hell of a got this shit sold up, man. 
you know, I fucks with Nick Speed heavy too. Yeah. Oh. oh. You know, uh, and I can't forget. I can't forget my nigga Jay O'Neill. Jay O'Neill. Oh yeah. Like oh, the, that, that that and that's my guy too. You know, oh, but niggas Jay don't O'Neal. niggas don't know about Jay O'Neill. Oh yeah, facts. I remember that you nigga know. at Greenfield Plaza. <laughs> <laughs> niggas don't, you know, like he ain't he don't get the 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 credit that that Helliver and Nick Speed do. Yes, but that nigga, nigga that nigga trap music was different. You know, so ooh, Jay O'Neill different. Mm, yeah, that would be tough. Why yeah. not? Where are you? In the in, in the pantheon of Detroit, in Detroit, in the pantheon of Detroit artists, where are you placing yourself right now, and where do you see yourself in five years? I'm placing myself in the mix, um, just with with everything that's going on. One thing about me is, um, I'm more so about the business now mm-hmm. than just trying to be in somebody's face um because I've been so seasoned in this game man you know I started when I was a kid my first deal was with Biv 10 uh Michael Bivens I was in a group called Biv 10 Peewees and um that's where you know it really started so I was in and out of the city so much that I got to view a lot of things at an early age. So um, in the city, man, I just put myself in the, in the ring of just, I'm here. You know what I mean? I got no beef with nobody in the city. I want to see every nigga in my city win. Um, I'm willing to work with, you know, the people that are uh, cool to work with, you know, because it was a point where I would work. I just want to work. I just want to work. I just want to work. No, I. if I work, I want it to be beneficial on both sides. You know what I mean? I want you yeah, to, we supposed to, we supposed to use each other, not misuse each other. You Thanks. know what I mean? So, you know, if I can provide my platform, you know, and you can provide yours and we can help each other make a dollar, then that's what counts. You know what I mean? And if something blossoms out of that, then you know, that's a plus. So, you know, with me, I just I just want to see Detroit uh win like they've been doing. Um, and that's why outside of just being an artist, you know, I provide my productions and you know, collaborating with people, you know, because at the end of the day, I'm pretty much a triple threat, you know. I'm not gonna be rapping forever. I can make beats forever. You know what I mean? I could I could get on the turntables and do what I need to do. So, you know, music is just is it's a part of me. So I just I am Detroit. You know what I mean? I I am I'm a team player and uh it don't it don't matter if I'm front line or in the background. I'm a I'm always put my you know my shit on it. You're a silly nigga too, bro. For sure. You know it. <laughs> I'll be on some bullshit, man. <laughs> Yo, uh, where, where they come from? Matter of fact, hold on before you answer that. What's the best advice your parents gave you about the industry? Um, um, the best advice my parents gave me about the industry is two things, nigga. Read your shit, and if you don't understand it, come to us. And if you don't, get an attorney. You know, like it was really about, you know, learn your business, learn what publishing is, learn what ownership is. Because I put out so much music when I was younger, thinking I would have the Soldier Boy effect. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not knowing the Soldier Boy effect was already marketed everything is marketing and playing certain you know people just put it out there and look like it's overnight success but niggas have teams and you know they don't show us that on the screen they just show the stories on youtube like he uploaded this and it took off with a million views 
bullshit. You know what I'm saying? That ain't that's just not the truth. And but it made them the, the way they market that it made me feel like let me upload something and I'll get a million people that don't know me just like a million people didn't know this nigga. You know what I'm saying? So it took time for me to realize that. And when I realized when I put out my music and the only people that were gravitating to it was family, friends, niggas at school. I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it took me time to realize that I needed um, a team of people that could help, you know, and, you know, it's cool to do things yourself. But that only that's only going to be for so long till you realize I need a squad of somebody to do this. I'm I, if, if you got to move on and do this thing over here, you can't be uploading your music, recording your own self, trying to shoot your own video. You're going to burn out. Yeah. You know, so that's one thing that my parents told me, man, was pretty much um, read your shit. If you don't understand it, go get the proper help. Know your business. Know what a public know what publishing is. Know how to obtain it. Know how to keep it. You know what I mean? So with me, I can sit down and just go to sleep for three months and just wait for them babyface Ray checks to come in, you know, <laughs> from Empire and things like that. But if I didn't know the business, you'd be screwed. I just be a dude that sold him a beat for whatever I sold it to, and it would have been just that. that. Yeah. yeah. So and that nigga waiting on your money. Exactly. Yo. Exactly. Is that? And I don't know who was I talking to about this nigga, uh, baby face. This told us. I'm like, this nigga is like the Billy D. Williams of this hip hop <laughs> generation. Is the nigga that cool? Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. That nigga. Yes. That nigga too cool. He too cool, bro. It's, what this nigga say? Oh, like he said something about a, a broad saying no to him, and it was just like he it was he was incredulous. Like you saying no to me? Like I'm telling you, that nigga there. It's some that it's some slick about that nigga. I don't know what it is, but he straight player. He straight player with it. Oh my god, real man. Who you got? Uh, who you got coming up? Like, what's what's next for you? What's up next year for you? Oh my goodness, bro. Um, it's a lot. Um, more movies. Um, oh, you said more. What did I miss? Oh yeah, more movies. I got a movie out. Um, called Off the Porch. Uh, with Cheddar Boy Film. Shout out to Rook. Um, and um, uh, I play a character by the name of um Hoax. Um, actually, one of the starring roles in the movie, uh, Little Blade, Blade Icewood, Son, uh, Snap Dog, Crystal the Dow. Um, that movie's out right now. It's on Amazon Prime Tubi. Um, also got another movie that I, um, me and my father did. Shout out to my pops, uh, Street Noise Films and Rodimus Entertainment. It's called Beautiful Noise. You can go check that movie out on beautifulnoisemovie.com. Um, and that's also on Tubi as well. So um, I got a lot of, after I did the Cheddar Boy movie, I've been getting a lot of different uh, scripts mm-hmm. thrown at us. So, and we see uh, a couple films that we're interested in uh, getting in. So, you know, that's in the motion. Um, I'm also doing this character named Uncle Loose. And, um, Uncle Lucy, Touch your man like, with the wig. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, shit, bro. <laughs> that nigga's blowing up. <laughs> that nigga that's, is blowing up. That's some silly up. shit right there, bro. <laughs> yeah. 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 A lot of people, they be seeing it. They see it um, on the Instagrams and stuff, and they trying to figure out where can they go watch it. And, um, you know, if y'all want to go, you know, see my live streams, it's on an app called Big O Live. That's B-I-G-O Live. And just type my name in, Loose Cannon One, and um, you will find me. I, I go on on the late nights, like around twelve a.m., one a.m. in the morning, man. And I promise you, man, there's hundreds of people in there, and we just go 
crazy, man. I created that. That's, that. that's, that's past peak old man hours, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's know. late night because it's some yeah, wild, it, wild shit go on in there. I'm asleep at that point, bro. My eyes <laughs> are shut. <laughs> I'm going to go live early one day, man, so you can see. You All can right. See you, you, you have to. <laughs> <laughs> we do a, day show, a daytime show. <laughs> For old niggas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey. I fucks with that. <laughs> Yo, and, and, and you brought up Blade Icewood. Yeah, he would definitely have he would probably have to go on Mount Rushmore too. Yeah, yeah. I totally just on just on impact in the city. Impact, of course, yeah. Yeah. As a DJ too, man, it was um Blade Icewood was one of those people that it showed. Like, I had to go download when I didn't know, you know what I mean? Like, that there will forever be like a Detroit anthem. I remember from middle school, high school, my six months in college. I can't laugh. It's about how long I lasted. <laughs> and that that song, bro, to this day, man, you still put it on in the club. It still got that effect, man. Um, and the Cheddar Boys, just in just in general, man. And, and, oh boy, oh boy, Autumn. Yeah, nigga, it, I seen them niggas do that song in Hard Plaza live. Crazy. And this was before the Riverwalk goofy shit. Yeah, when they used to like. Heart Plaza used to be lit. Yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah. god, nigga, man. Yeah, and a lot of festivals. Though, what festival was that? They used to have like in Heart Plaza. Yep. They used to have a hip hop festivals. Oh my god, that was... yeah, man. Honestly, man, Detroit is like when people talk about cities like Atlanta and and New York and things like that. Detroit is like one of those cities man where when it came to artists we really had and still do have local real celebrities like yeah like musically like <laughs> we do we wanted them we wanted those cities when when it comes to music where you had neighborhood superstars like in the in the music game and it's certain people, man. That some some people took longer than others to reach a certain pinnacle. Again, like hell of a hell of a was doing. He was May West, you know what I'm saying? And that was that was some year. That was years ago. And to this day, hell of a is at the top of his career right now. Man, man, you know what I mean? And so I be telling really, you, you know. Like it was one song that really like did it for everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. For real. You know, People that, be talking that, that age shit, man, that, that ain't nothing, man. A good record is a good record. A, a good, a good move is a good move. And you know, that's, that's how I look at it, man. So for all the young and the older people and whoever, if you do music, man, keep, keep doing it, man. Cause that shit don't got no, Time limit, and unless you check out this motherfucker, that's about it. Okay, I, I got some, I got some some rules to that though. Like, bro, I don't really want to hear you selling the same brick for thirty years. That's true. That's true. But guess what? You got people. You got some niggas that do. You got some niggas no, that hate. You got, you got people no, that hate got the like, new Jeezy. No, you got like two niggas that that. Well, you know what? Because you you gotta you you like Jay Z did it right. He didn't just beat niggas over the head with maturity. He grew. Of he course. allowed his career to have progression instead of, you know, I'm I'm Bricks Jay-Z, this album, and I'm Mr. M- Mr. Married Man, this next album. You, you gotta yeah. ease yourself into it. You know, yeah. and I don't think I don't think Jeezy did that. And you it, know, it would be married, hard. change things. Yeah. It would be hard though. It was two different type of. That's why imaging is so important, um, and marketing is so important 
because you only can go so far with certain things. Like yeah, yeah. A person like Jay Z, he was one of those. He's one of those guys that can stay in this game until he's gray and it's gonna be respected. Yeah. Outside of the music, his business ventures make you respect other things as well. So, but with Jeezy, you got to look at the the backgrounds of the stories. You know what I mean? Yeah. Jay will tell you stories about a brick, but if you ain't really catching it, because he Jay was so slick with how he would flip it. He would flip a lot of his shit. Like, if you knew, you knew. Jeezy lay it on the table. We busting the brick. We boom, boom, boom. We BMFing. And yeah. you know and what I'm saying? It. And that's it. No, it wasn't no downside to it. Like, nigga, we There's always... no downside to it. But when he tried to give you a growth album, re Recession was hard. Recession 2 and the, the new music. And I love Jeezy. It's just... It's different. And Jay said it. Niggas want my old shit. Buy my old albums. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's the that's one of the realest shits I could ever hear. But when you when people want to hear that street shit and whoop whoop whoop, because you know, if you if you in Detroit, you know that Jeezy's number two market Atlanta, Detroit. That thing can do no wrong. And that that song he did with Vezo. Oh, I still listen to that. Like yes. it's on repeat. It'll be on repeat forever. Yes, because that that is peak Jeezy. Yep, like, that's him getting back. I heard that Jeezy in a minute. Song. Yeah, that's that old that Jeezy. Thing. Yeah, and 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 Vezo was like when Vezo really really want to be different lyrically. He, oh my goodness, that dude is. You know, oh. and I think that's the trap of of some of the uh, this generation mm -hmm. is that, and, and I think it's part, partly my generation's fault too, because I only you know you only you get you you like I don't want this rapper to ever change. I want you to be in this bag forever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And this generation said okay, and just once they found the lane, they never sway from it. Yep, never sway from. Yep. Which at some point it's like that quarterback that yeah he 35, 36. He did great last season. This season he is absolutely horrible and out the league in six months. Yep. You know, and yep. I got to, you know, we, we gotta take some blame for that shit too, man. Cause we kinda, you know, yeah. we made niggas go a certain way. And now we got the the super goofy shit. I'm sorry, she's not goofy. But I was thinking about sexy red. So yeah, it's really fucking goofy. Um, oh, fucking can't stand that shit. Man. I just can't, man. Like, fucking horrible, man. Like, oh my god! I say she's gonna be on the Breakfast Club tomorrow. I'm like, oh man, the, 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 the flyer even stinks. Oh. <laughs> Hey, that nigga said the flyer even stink. Yeah. I'm just, they're just giving off yeast infection. I'm just, I, 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 I got to go take a shower, man, talking about this broad. Well, yo. You know, they need an antibiotic fucking with this cover. Man, oh, my God. Okay. Does that type of the, – are there – is there hip-hop that bothers you? Is it too much? Uh, Drill. The whole drill – um, really? That's what bothers you? Yeah, I just, I, you know what I don't like about the drill? It ain't necessarily about what they talking about. I just don't like the dun, 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 dun. Oh. and it's that same gym in, the, in my body for the, like, like shout out to New York and shout out to everybody else, but the drill sound put like this, trap music is trap music, but you got mm -hmm. different sounds of trap music. You got your T.I.'s, you got your Jeezy's, you got your Vezos, you got your you got different, it's the same genre, but you get different sounds. The drill thing is pretty much just the same. It, it, it I just can't, it's like, who do I want to, who am I going to listen to if they all sound the same? All drill. No, but it's not. Like, uh, and, and don't ask me why. And it's just horrible of me. It shows my huge hypocrisy 
I fucking love drill music. You do? It's a horrible shit. Oh my God, it's horrible shit to listen to. Oh it's just, it just, it just really like it's just horrible shit. But there's differences. Like Chicago drill is not the same as New York drill. Right, 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 right. Definitely right. not the same as as England drill. Right, right. And I forgot no, what true. they actually what they call uh, the 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 UK drill. It's not they don't necessarily call it drill. They call it something else. I can't remember the name of it. Like it's two old white dudes over there that 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 that. They've been rhyming for, for a minute. And when I say old, I mean they gotta be like 70 plus. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I know you're talking about. And they they, they hard. Be, yeah, I'm about to say they be coming. They hard, the yeah. Yeah, they go I'm in. Like, man, I, let me get up, let me get out my bags. These old niggas, I can call them yeah. old niggas. Like, <laughs> <laughs> them niggas be like, okay, you know, but Fabio Foreign and, and rest in peace, King Von was you know, yeah, him, for him, sure. Him passing. Yeah. Relegated Chicago drill to kind of on its way out mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. he was so much better than them other niggas. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, 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 what's my name? What's my man name? The other dude that got killed too in Chicago. Uh, uh, FBG. Uh, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that nigga got I the was, worst yeah. song ever. Yep. I was finna. Um, uh, I had a. I was finna do um produce a record with him. Uh, I think a, a week before that happened. Really? Yep. Yep. Yo, you fucked you. Have you heard of uh, Looney Baby? Yep. Yep. I'm uh uh like his manager is my guy. He actually still in the joint. They about to release an album he did while in the joint. Okay. So I'm gonna have him on the show. I'm not sure when. Sometime next year. That's gonna be dope. From 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 the joint. That's gonna be dope. Yeah, yo, I, I interviewed another cat a few years ago. Locked up. I don't think that nigga ever giving getting out though. I, Where? I, I know. Yeah, I don't. He want to talk about it. Yeah, but it sound it sounded real forever ish. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If it sound forever ish, nigga. And this nigga was put. This nigga put out mixtape after mixtape from the joint. Damn. And the shit. Something. Matter of fact. Uh. 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 Oh, what's the What's the brother name? Uh. From Sacramento. I think it's Sacramento. The Blood. Mozzie. Mozzie. Yep. Yep. It was one of his boys. Okay. Yeah. Nigga was pretty fire too, man. But I just I don't know what happened. I ain't heard from that nigga in a couple of years though, man. Wow! Wow! Yeah, that's how it be. Who, who? Who? And I'm gonna let you go in a few minutes. But who did you know was just fire? That for whatever reason, it didn't work out. Mm. In the city or in general? Just period. Just period. Um. <laughs> uh, mm, it's a few. I'm gonna say, uh, Corey Guns was an mm. artist, Corey Guns, uh. Was a fire. It is a fire. Uh, MC. Um, I just think when you put in certain positions and you take them just because you think it's going to further uh, your career, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It only works with certain situations and certain type of artists. Like the game, when he joined G Unit, that was a plan to yeah boost his career because everybody in the crew was from the east coast you had one in the south they needed one from the west yeah. so it made sense but when you do something like like young money it's it's a list of those artists that were in young money that were good talented artists that didn't get to have that Nicki Minaj and Drake you know that type push. of peak yeah um yeah. 
Um, Although I think it may have something to do with work ethic behind the scenes, and that's just speculation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could definitely speculate that for sure. You know what I mean? But it's like if you get those type of opportunities. But again, you know, artists they they humans. They you know we blow shit yeah. all the time. Pause. But it's like you certain. I know certain artists that had situations that where it was like, oh, it sound good, but they had to really say, well, if I attach myself to this, they probably only going to know me for this. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's a lot of different artists, man, that could have been, you know what I mean? Um, locally is so many. Is I think it's more locally than I can just think off of when it comes to you know other artists and people who actually have situations, man. Because I just know artists that I came up with on the block that was in the studio working and buying beats and paying for videos. And I remember seeing people like uh what was his name? Um Ooh, I forgot his name. This nigga had a, and that's how fucked up it is. I forgot his name, but I remember mm-hmm. he would ride around the city, and he had this um, this wrapped little bus. He was a young dude. He had a wrapped bus, and he would be it would be driving all around Detroit and stuff, and he you know would do his little shows and shit, and it just stopped. I don't know what happened. But mm. <laughs> it was like the bus vanished in him, you know, and Damn. it's like that for a lot of people, man, because, you know, people, they jump so far for paying for stuff that when the money runs out, they don't even have the relationships to stand on. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I've I've seen niggas in the city. You know, I don't I don't gotta say no names. They have had the bag at one point, and it was never about, hey man, here you go. But I wanna get to I I wanna get tight with you, bro. I wanna let's go, let's go eat, let's talk, let's you know, building relationships. Yeah. It was more so of just boom, we getting like, this street a transaction. Money. Yeah, we getting this street money, it's coming in here. Put us on the oh Rick Ross coming here to perform. Put us on the headline. Put you know what I mean. And when the paper run out, there's no relationship there for if you are on tough times yeah. because when you in this industry, then this shit calls. You know. Yeah. And that's how a lot of people fall off. They they so busy chasing the bag instead of chasing a relationship because the, the relationship it, it has more more life it has fine and on on all different sides financially and in many other ways you know it's, so, it's different when a nigga rooting for you as yeah. opposed to rooting for his his life for you coming with that bag <laughs> you know but you know basically yeah you know yeah. And, and, and niggas don't you know and if you in the streets and and you especially if you're doing good you gonna fall off. Most definitely. This is I'm not, I'm not telling you to to be the boogeyman or some shit. I'm telling right. you so you can adequately prepare yourself because any nigga that became that nigga became that nigga as a result of falling off at some point and bouncing back. Most definitely, it happened to the the best, the best yeah. of them. Yeah, that that defines the best. Because mm-hmm. it ain't if you gonna fall off is when. And mm-hmm. a lot of niggas fall off and they never to be heard of. Yep. They end up custos. Yep. You know, yep. Very it, true. Those rare few that fall off and be like, okay. And I've I've seen it, like personally seen. And I know somebody that had three dollars and fell off bad. Horrible. Three dollars. Yeah. Yeah. One year bounced all the way back up and was rich. It's just as you know, hustling. <laughs> it ain't for everybody, but the ones that it's for, the niggas is just like it's fifty. Get rich or die trying. Be in you, yeah. You know, uh, yo, bro. 
this has been a really dope conversation, man. We're gonna have to do this again, bro. Most definitely, man. I enjoyed it. Yeah, when you when you dropping something, man, hit me up. We'll we you come back. We'll 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 do a listening session. We'll listen to some shit, man. And okay, and yeah, talk about Pat. It. Pat, that's the move. That's the move. You know, the album is out right now, now or never. Um fire. Yeah, appreciate it. And uh I'm actually going to shoot uh I'm going to Vegas uh in January. Um finna shoot uh I'm going out there for the big old uh Gala Awards. So shout out to Big O. And um I'm also shooting a music video for the song Million Dollar Man out in Vegas. And uh yeah, man, when I come back, I'm gonna have that ready, man. I'm gonna send it out your way for sure. Oh no, I got you, bro. Whatever you need, man. That part, that part. Yes, sir. You know, on that note, man, I'm gonna get out of here. It's, it's about peak old man hours. <laughs> you know, my, my eyelids is calling. <laughs> I, feel it. Oh, I feel you, bro. Um, appreciate it, man. It's definitely been a wonderful conversation, man. Um, yes, much, much success to you in the future. Uh, I mean, you, 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 shit looks great already, man. Is that fire? Is that is that, is that real fire? Oh no, nah, man. That, that's the flat screen. That's the TV. <laughs> oh, this nigga got the the mood. I got the, the ambiance. Got another uh, fireplace at the bottom. Oh, this nigga rich, rich. We got, <laughs> got fireplaces. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo. Put another one over there in a minute. Right, just for no reason at all. No the reason. fireplace needs to be warm. Let me get another <laughs> fireplace. <laughs> Right, that's all for sure. That shit is still it's cold as hell out here. <laughs> all right, bro. On that all note, man, man, you have a good one, man. I throw a couple of clips together, man. Hopefully, you'll share them. Um, for on sure. that note, man, yo, it's been dope, bro. All right, you man. have a good Thank one. Thank you. 100. No doubt. Yo, that was fucking dope, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, shout out to Loose Cannon, man. And let me make sure, let me see who we got next week. Uh oh, we got Renika McQueen, a filmmaker, and Corey Llewellyn, the proprietor of Digiwax. And yo, Digiwax has been doing a thing. If you are not up on them on Wednesdays, they do a conference calls, and yo, the conference calls be lit. Um, and you 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 see anybody from Liz Khalifa to Redman on there. So, um, on that note, this is Jobs. This has been another intellectually petty radio interview hopefully you have thoroughly enjoyed it as much as myself and on that note i'm out of here oh don't forget to like subscribe and share we out peace